Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm bringing you guys Week 14 quarterback start or sit decisions. In this video, we are going to go over every single matchup from Thursday Night Football all the way till Monday Night Football and discuss whether you should start or sit the given quarterbacks in each and every single matchup. So before we get into this, I'd like to ask if that at any point inside this video, you end up having a great time, you end up enjoying, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below if you are new. And if you are not new, please make sure to hit that like button because it really helps me out a whole bunch for more people to find these videos. And as well as before we get deep into this, like to give you guys a quick word from my friends and my sponsor over at Overlay dfs.com overlaydfs.com is my favorite place to play daily fantasy sports on the whole world wide web now typically i play in the matchup shop they also offer progressive tournaments that you guys can enter as well but we're going to be talking about the matchup shop here the matchup shop is very very simple i'll show you guys examples from last night's game from the dallas cowboys up against the baltimore ravens who scores more fantasy points Amari Cooper minus two or CD Lamb plus two? The correct answer was Amari Cooper minus two. These are a lot of these are really no brainer questions. Who scores more fantasy points? Zeke minus seven or Tony Pollard plus seven? It is so, so simple to win money on overlaydfs.com. All you do is you pick one of these and you select how much you want to bet on each and every single matchup. You can pick one, you can pick all seven, you can parlay them all together. It does not matter. It's so easy to win on overlaydfs.com. Make sure you guys check it out. You do all this research all week long to win your fancy matchup. Why not win some extra cash on top on overlaydfs.com? And we are back. Let's get into week 14 quarterback start or sit decisions. We begin with Thursday night football Patriots at the Los Angeles Rams. Now this game, while I feel like some of the receivers will do good for the LA Rams. I don't think Jared Goff is really going to put up a humongous game here. I do think the receivers will get it done, but I don't expect Jared Goff to throw like two or three plus touchdowns in this matchup. So I really just feel like it is not worth it to start Jared Goff in this matchup up against the New England Patriots. For Cam Newton, I don't feel like they, if they're going to end up winning this game, which they obviously could, they're not going to win by Cam Newton throwing four fucking touchdowns or rushing in two, three touchdowns. They're going to win this game by running the ball seven million times. Now, obviously, Cam Newton could rush in two or three touchdowns, and I'll look like a complete and utter dumbass, but the Rams' defense has looked pretty legit thus far this season, so I don't expect Cam Newton to be able to run all over the defense like he did up against the Los Angeles Chargers last week. Next game, here we got Sunday's slate of games, the Minnesota Vikings at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and in this one, I do like Tampa Bay, Tom Brady. Now, Kirk Cousins, on the other hand, could definitely be a start. 100% with how bad the Buccaneers defense has looked as of recently. But then again, you look at their most recent game that was up against one of the best quarterbacks in the game right now, potentially one of the greatest quarterbacks ever when it gets all said and done in Patrick Mahomes. I'm not trying to start a debate in saying that. I think that's pretty much a universal statement that Patrick Mahomes is one of the best quarterbacks in the game and has the potential to be one of the best ever. Now, there's a difference between Kirk Cousins and Patrick Mahomes. It's like night and fucking day. Kirk Cousins literally just needs to be able to throw the ball 7 million times to be able to be good in this matchup. And if the Bucks are up by a million points and Kirk Cousins is having to throw them back into this game, then yes, Kirk Cousins would be worthy of a start. But I'd personally rather set him up against a tougher defense. Tampa Bay, Tom Brady will be a start because the Minnesota Vikings defense is not very good. And I'm sure Tom Brady is anxious to get back in the W column after taking a fat L to the Kansas City Chiefs two weeks ago last week. They had a bye. Next game here, we got the Arizona Cardinals at the New York Football Giants. Now, obviously for the Giants, we have no fucking idea as of right now which quarterback is going to end up suiting up on Sunday. My assumption right now is that Danny Dimes, Danny Fumbles, and Danny fucking Stumbles ends up starting on Sunday. But obviously that could be wrong and we could see Colt McCoy again. 
McCoy played all right last week up against the Seattle Seahawks. Now, they didn't even need to play their best football on offense to win that game. They kind of just had to run the ball 7 million times and let Russell Wilson play like complete and utter shit. But this week up against the Arizona Cardinals, I expect Kyler Murray to be able to do what Russell Wilson didn't do, and that is cooking up a nice steaming pot of fantasy football points up against the New York football Giants. Now, I will not discredit the Giants defense because the Giants defense stood on their fucking head in that matchup up against Seattle and bent them over and spanked them. But with that said, I think Kyler Murray does the opposite here. 50 Shades of Grey style. Going to whip out some whips on the New York football Giants. I love Kyler Murray in this matchup, especially since Kyler hasn't been doing all that great. I feel like now he's going to stand on top of the mountain and put his flag in the goddamn ground, standing that Kyler Murray is still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, especially for fantasy football. Next matchup here, we got the Kansas City Chiefs at the Miami Dolphins. And in this one, obviously, I'm starting Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is one of the best quarterbacks, like I've talked about, in the NFL and potentially could go down in history as one of the best quarterbacks ever to do it. Against the Dolphins, this is no easy matchup, but every fucking matchup for the Kansas City Chiefs seems easy. They could be playing up against a variety, they could literally be playing up against what you could comprise of as the best NFL defense ever. I'm talking Dion as corner one. They have all the best fucking players ever to do it on the D-line. They have the best corners. They have the best safeties. They have all of this combined, and Patrick Mahomes would still probably throw at least two fucking touchdowns because Patrick Mahomes is built different like that, and going up against the Miami Dolphins, while it is a tougher matchup, I still expect Pat Mahomes to be able to get it done here up against the Miami Dolphins. I am going to be sitting down to a tongue of Iloa. I do not know how he is going to perform in his game. in this game. This is by far the hardest matchup this man has ever faced in his NFL career. While it is short, that is definitely true. Beats the Cardinals, beats the Rams, looks good against both of them. Especially the Cardinals. So we could actually see when Tua plays up against a team that scores points, he may step up to the occasion and ball out up against the Kansas City Chiefs. But personally, I am not going to go ahead and buy into that just yet for fantasy football. Maybe next year, next time Tua plays the fucking Chiefs, maybe in the playoffs, I'll love Tua. But as of right now... I am not trusting Tua too much in this matchup, so he's going to be listed as a sit for me. Next game here, we got the Le Titans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. And for some reason, this game is not Thursday Night Football. This is the game every year where the fucking Jaguars are wearing those mustard yellow uniforms and the Titans are wearing those all-white uniforms. And it's Thursday Night Football, and you're absolutely fired up to watch Derrick Henry run a train. Now, while I think Derrick Henry absolutely buttfucks the Jacksonville Jaguars secondary, I feel like Ryan Tannehill will still be able to do good in this matchup and cook it up like his name was Russ from a couple of weeks ago because Russ has been cooking up ramen noodles recently instead of a nice three course meal. I like Ryan Tannehill here again up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Even when down by a zillion last points up against the Cleveland Browns, or last week up against the Cleveland Browns, he still was able to perform for fantasy football. The Glennon Aneta is going to be a sit for me because I just don't trust Mike Glennon. Next game here, we got the Dallas Cowboys at the Cincinnati Bengals, a game where I don't want to start either quarterback. This game for the Bengals could definitely be Ryan Finley, but I feel like Brandon Allen will end up starting, obviously, regardless of which guy it is, Ryan Finley or Brandon Allen. I'm simply just not going to start him, even though they could easily smash the Dallas Cowboys. Their skill level, in my opinion, is just not high enough to gamble being worthy of a start this week up against the Cowboys. Andy Dalton looked 
good and bad up against the Ravens last night, if I'm going to be completely honest with you. He made a pass late in the, the, when the first half was ending, right, to go into the second half. He threw a fucking laser, like 60 fucking yards or something crazy. I didn't even know Andy Dalton could throw it that far. The Ginger Ninja throws it out there, and it goes right through C.D. Lamb's hand. So Andy Dalton did show some skills in that game, but he also looked like a complete and utter dunce at other points in the fucking game. So I'm just going to go ahead and sit Andy Dalton here up against the Cincinnati Bengals next game. Here we got the Houston Texans at the Chi-Town Bears, and obviously I like Deshaun Watson in this matchup. I like Deshaun Watson pretty much every single week. The Chicago Bears defense is not the Bears defense of two years ago, where they are complete and utter shutdown. They will be kind of allowing points in this game, even if the Houston overall team isn't that good. Deshaun Watson will be able to claw himself into this game and put up some big points for fantasy football. Kissing titties, Mitchell Trubisky didn't perform amazingly last week, but he's definitely worthy of a stream this week against a bum Texans defense. Trubisky to me is kind of on the tipsy turvy of where you want to start a guy and where you want to sit a guy, right? He's like just slowly eking above. His, his eyes are peeking out from up top to where you can see where you want to start him. But I could also see definitely the downside of Trubisky being that he is Mitchell fucking Trubisky. Next game here we got the Denver Broncos at the Carolina Panthers. If you guys have ended up enjoying this video thus far, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. Now, Teddy Two Gloves would have been a guy that I would have touted as a start this week. Had his two receivers not have gotten Corona. DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel are going to be out in this game. So I'm not playing Teddy Bridgewater. If Curtis Samuel and T DJ Moore were playing, I would say 100% smash matchup up against the Denver Broncos. But I'm just not too sure. I trust third, or not even third, fourth and fifth string wide receivers to be able to get it done here for Teddy Two Gloves. Teddy Two Gloves has looked good this season, so I won't doubt him, but in this matchup, I'd rather play it safe and sit him for the Broncos. Horsecock Drew Locke is going to be a sit because Drew Locke is either one of two guys in the game. He either literally looks like world beater Horsecock Drew Locke or micro penis Drew Locke in other games where he's just throwing seven million interceptions. It's just like um, Jared Goff, if I'm being honest with you. Jared Goff looks lights out, and he makes the Rams look like the best team in the NFL in some games. And then in other games, the Rams fall flat and just fall over and fucking bend over and die and get railed by the other team. Same thing with Drew Locke. So I think Drew Locke is definitely a guy that I don't even know will have a job next year in the NFL, frankly, if the Broncos keep playing like shit. So I'm not going to trust Drew Locke here, even though this one could definitely be a higher scoring matchup next game here. We got the New York Football Jets at the Seattle Seahawks. If you guys have ended up enjoying this video thus far, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below if you're new. And if you're not new, please make sure you hit that like button if you have not already. So for the Jets, Sam Darnold finally throws a touchdown. The man hadn't thrown a touchdown since September and up against the Las Vegas Raiders. He does it finally. Finally, they look like they're going to win this game. And Greg Williams said, Fuck it, Adam Gaze. You're going 0-16. You're going to fire me, and I'm going home for Christmas. Fuck you, and throw out the double birds. And then Greg Williams calls some type of all-out blitz, leaves some undrafted corner, I believe, up against one of the best speed receivers in the NFL in Henry Ruggs, and he gets torched, and they lose. Hilarious, hilarious. The Seahawks, they lose to the Giants. Are they going to lose to the Jets? Fuck no. Fuck no. Like, you could see in some type of realm the Giants beat them, right? 
I expected it to be a higher scoring game if the Giants were to beat them, but that's not what happened at all. Russell Wilson was cooking up ramen noodles, like I said. He was like a fucking broke college student instead of like a fucking five-star Michelin chef. Russell Wilson in this game up against the Jets is going to be that five-star Gordon Ramsay-esque cooking in the fucking kitchen. There is no way he plays bad up against the Jets, and if he does, if he does, fantasy football people, players will never talk about Russell Wilson again. This man will never get an MVP, MVP vote in his fucking life if he fails against the Jets. So believe him, fire him up this week because no one does bad up against the New York football Jets. I'm going to be sitting down mono man Sam Darnold. Why? Because this is definitely a matchup he could do good, but his head coach is a fucking idiot. Next game here, we got the Indianapolis Colts at the Las Vegas Raiders. In this one, I like Phillip Rivers and Derek Carr, but I don't love them enough to categorize them as a start. They're kind of on the other side. You know what Trubisky was looking? His eyes are up above the wall, looking into being a starter. Phillip Rivers and Derek Carr are just too short. They need to, like, get on a fucking step stool or something to see over to become starts, especially Derek Carr. But I do worry about the Colts' defense looking better in this game. Derek Carr has had those sprouts where he looks amazing than other games where he looks like complete and utter shit, i.e. against the Atlanta Falcons where he played like complete dick last week against the Jets. Looked amazing. I don't know how he's going to look here, so I'd rather sit him down. Phillip Rivers, they can win games like this by just running the ball. That's why you kind of feel risky starting Phillip Rivers on a weekly basis next game. Here we got the Washington football team at the San Francisco. 49ers and there is no way I'm starting Nick Mullins again I'm gonna have to be firing the guy who makes these uh screens I am going to be sitting down both quarterbacks in this matchup this game screams low scoring affair in which it probably goes to 7 million points scored in this game because I just feel like it's gonna be low scoring the 49ers defense got butt fucked absolutely butt fucked without the use of any bit of lube or spit against the bills they got straight up railed they got Eiffel Towered, all right? The Washington football team laid the pipe to that ass like they were a plumber to the Steelers. Congratulations to Alex Smith, genuinely. I am not the biggest fan of Alex Smith, but I have been recently. I did like him when he was in Kansas City for fantasy football, and I have liked him recently. Not for fantasy football, but as a guy. Great guy, fucking does the unbelievable, almost has his leg chopped the fuck off, becomes a winner, a straight-up winner, dethrones a team that has never lost a game this season. Amazing, out of Alex Smith. But some story isn't going to elevate you to starting him for fantasy football. I'm sorry, but Alex Smith is not going to be worthy of a start this week. Neither will be 9-inch Nicholas Mullins next game. Here we got the Saints at the Philadelphia Eagles. And here it is, baby. Jalen fucking Hurts finally gets his chance because Doug Peterson finally got through his thick skull that Carson Wentz is not the answer in Philly. They already paid him $7 million. How are you going to fix that? I have no idea. Maybe put some fucking band-aids on there. I don't know how you're going to fix it. But Jalen Hurts going up against the Saints. Everyone's going to be talking about it. Everyone's going to be fired up for Jalen Hurts. And he is not going to do much against the Saints. Sorry to tell you. Sorry to tell you. But up against the Saints is not the matchup you want to be starting Jalen Hurts in his first ever NFL start. Taysom Hill, on the other hand, if he plays and it's not Drew Brees, I expect a smashing of the Philadelphia Eagles at the hands of Taysom fucking hill next game here we got the atlanta falcons at the los angeles chargers and in this one i almost want to be starting both of these guys but at the same time matt ryan i don't know what to think about matt ryan man matt ryan is either fucking matty ice but like hot right super hot fire i spit that two and a half men i watched that like straight up flames out of fucking hell on fire hot wheels beat that type of deal or he is 
cold as the fucking, uh, what is that called? The thing that sunk the goddamn Titanic, the iceberg. That's how cold he is in some games. So I genuinely have no idea what to think about Matt Ryan at this point in the season. I wouldn't be surprised if he absolutely took his cock, dropped it down on the table, and whooped the ever-living shit out of the Los Angeles Chargers. And I also would not be surprised if Matt Ryan threw like three picks in this game and looked like shit. So that's why I'm going to sit him. I wouldn't be surprised either way. If you're a risky player, start Matt Ryan. If you're trying to be safe, sit him. For the Chargers, I'm starting Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert played like shit against the Patriots, right? And I am not going to be an apologist of Justin Herbert like a lot of these people. The coaching, no matter how bad the coaching is, you don't lose 45 or 48 to 0 if you have any skill. Now, he's a good player. It was probably just getting in his head that he's getting butt-fucked and he was a rookie. That's probably why he played bad. But I'm not going to apologize completely. I, I was wrong about Justin Herbert last week. I really thought he'd do good against the Patriots. But the Patriots literally just own. Bill Belichick owns the brain of these rookie quarterbacks when they go to play up against Bill Belichick. But now he's playing up against the Atlanta Falcons, not Bill Belichick. So I expect a big bounce back out of Mr. Herbert, the pervert, in this matchup next game. Here we got the Green Bay Packers at the Detroit Lions. And I like both quarterbacks in this matchup. Aaron Rodgers. Typically, a good quarterback for fantasy football. He's in the MVP race for this season. So I do expect him to play good up against a not-so-hot division rival in the Detroit Lions. But you all know who always comes to play in these matchups. Matty Snapback Matthew Stafford. For some reason, Stafford always puts all his effort for the whole season up against the Packers. And you can see this every season. He just plays so well against them. And then every time these two teams play, I shit you not, you guys will see on Twitter... The Packers will get somehow bailed out by the refs or something, or the Lions fans will believe that happened. And then you'll see that clip of the fucking ref being Lambo leaped into Green Bay. It's one of the funniest pictures I've ever seen, and that's going to happen again. Stafford's going to play well up against the Green Bay Packers next game. Here we got the Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. I'm firing both of these guys out. Josh Allen fucked the 49ers. He did them dirty. He was doing all types of unspeakable things to that 49ers defense. I love Josh Allen again this week up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. But not a super smash matchup, obviously, because the Steelers defense is pretty good. Big Ben up against the Bills. The Bills defense, not that hot. Nine-inch Nick Mullins even looked pretty decent against them. But obviously, that was really in garbage time because the Bills were winning by a zillion. But I do expect Big Ben to look much better than he looked on Monday night up against, or Monday afternoon when they lost that game to the Washington football team. Final game of the slate. Monday night football, because who doesn't want to watch the Ravens again on primetime at the Cleveland Browns? In this one, I like Lamar Jackson up against the Cleveland Browns, but I don't love it. Lamar did look good against Dallas, but Lamar typically does this thing where it looks really good against the bad fucking defenses. And then once a defense that is somewhat competent and understands how to stop a guy like Lamar Jackson, he plays like shit. So we shall see, but I will start Lamar in this matchup. But I'm sitting down, Mr. Four Tugs, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield's got as many tugs as Robert Kraft has gotten this week at a massage parlor. So shout out to Baker Mayfield for that great game. But I'm not too sure how hot he plays up against the Ravens, but this is a big game for both of these teams in the AFC North. So thank you guys all so much for watching this video. If you didn't end up enjoying, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. If you're new and if you're not new, please make sure to hit that like button. I would really appreciate it. Make sure you guys check out Overlay DFS. Again, link down below in the description. I love you all. Have a great rest of your guys' day. As always, good boy!